Shalom Vorcha. Shalom Alechem. How are you doing? Baruch Hashem, we are in this amazing um, day of Rosh Chodesh, Tammuz. Tammuz is a very painful month, even though that we have hope every year and year that in this month, Tammuz, and then in the next month, that is the month of Av, again, we have those old memories of destruction, the destruction of the holy city of Yerushalayim, the destruction of the temple, and we remember those horrible hours of, uh, of that... Um, very painful decree, decrees that set us, sent us to the exile, to thousands of years of, uh, of depression, of loneliness, of destruction, of pain, of sorrow, of darkness. Even though we remember that those things took place in the months of Tammuz, in the months of Elul, of uh, Av, we still have hope that days of judgments and days of trials will become days of glory and days of happiness and joy. The most important thing in the life of a person is for him to remember of his true power and his true potential to rise above those challenges and difficulties who are surrounding him. It's written on the first man, on Adam Rishon, that he had a lacking in a lack in emunat chachamim, faith in the wise ones, in the righteous ones. And this is why he sinned. And it's a, it's a wonder. How can it be that the first man had a problem with faith in wise people when there was no one there except for himself? And the answer is that he was doubting himself. He had a lack of the fact that he was wise. The beginning of faith in wise people is that you will believe in the wisdom that is inside of you. You know, I have side girls. Side girls is not an easy thing to deal with. It wants to do whatever it wants. It flies to the sides when when it feels free. So... Adam Rishon, he had this problem of lack of faith in himself. The issue with it, with it was that he was doubting the voice of truth. <clears throat> he was doubting the voice of Hashem, of the Creator, that he heard clearly from inside, from within, telling him not to eat from that fruit of the tree of knowledge, But when the snake came with his opinions and with his methods, with his external wisdoms, foreign wisdoms, and convinced his wife, the wife of Adam, to sin, and then she came with her opinions, and all this discussion started, and they were talking about it, he started to doubt himself. And that was the beginning of the destruction. When a person is doubting his inner voice, that's where his downfalls begin. Every person inside of him 
there is something very special that is called Chelek Eloka Mimal, a portion of godliness from above. And the verse is saying, Ki Chelek Hashem Amo, because the portion of God is His people. It means with the combination of those two verses, Chelek Eloka Mimal, a portion of God from above, and Chelek Hashem Amo, a portion of the portion of God is His people. With both of those understandings, we can see clearly that the Creator lives inside of you. Now, if you would ask me, what does it mean that the Creator lives inside of me? It means that you are an aspect, you are a, 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 a hand of the Creator. That you have the ability to design the world to your will, like that the Creator can create. From his name you can understand his power, you can understand his um, essence. You can learn from that if you have a portion of that stuck inside of you, treasured inside of you, that you can create reality. Now, why the world looks so broken and so, so dark? Because this is what we are making from the material that we received from God. We are broken in our minds. We are so distracted. We are so lost. We lost our inner strength, inner power of faith in ourselves to go and change the world. That we're waiting for the president to change the world, for the, uh, for the uh, prime minister to change the world. That even people who claim to have faith and they say, I wait for the Mashiach, I wait for Hashem, it's also a lack of faith because when Hashem wanted to redeem our people and to call us to come out of Egypt, He wanted us to scream. He wanted Moses to go and take His people out of Egypt. He wanted the awakeness to take place from the bottom. It's called in the Zohar, It Aruta Diltata, a wake up from the bottom. And this is something that is so important, that we will wake up that you, every individual, that me, myself, and I'm talking to myself as well, going to wake up to understand that we need to make that change. Now, in your mind, there is an exile. There is a very, very painful darkness that is covering your logic, that is covering your senses, that is covering your brain, your wisdom, your, your mind, your potential. And you need to carve your way into that spark of your soul and to set it free the destruction of the temple is the destruction of the house of prayer the house of prayer the Ariya Kadosh is saying is the mochin shel hatfila, is the mindset of prayer the house of prayer is a place that when you come to that place you pray there is nothing else to do in the temple of God in that day, my house will be called the house of prayer to all nations. All nations will come. The nations that were connected to God and to prayer, and the nations that were not connected to prayer. And that house will be called the house of prayer for all nations. Means that the illumination, the light, the, 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 the energy of prayer is so strong in that place, that everyone who comes into that place, immediately they call Hashem. What are we going to do over there? We're going to call Hashem. We're going to talk to Hashem. We're going to pray. So that is the house of prayer. And the house of prayer 
is the mochin shel atfila, is the mindset of prayer. Now, what does it mean, the mindset of prayer? That in any situation in life, you, in times of redemption, will call Hashem. But in time of exile, in time of destruction of the temple, you will lose that mindset of prayer, and you're going to do everything else except for prayer. You're going to call people, you're going to fight, you're going to argue, you're going to scream, you're going to think, you're going to plan, you're going to try, you're going to do all the, the efforts that are needed to change the situation. Everything, but everything except for prayer. But when a person is rebuilding the temple, is reattaching himself to God, is entering into that dorm of God, into that place of God, into that house of prayer, so then his mind, the tefillin, the light of prayer, the house of Hashem, the house of prayer, is shining. And he is able to attach himself with faith to the Creator. And the expression of your faith is your prayer. It's written that... Abraham, Abraham, he was a genius. He was a very wise person, very gifted. And of course, we know he had a perfect faith in God. But with all his um, qualities and powers and wisdom that he had, he had a downfall. He had a lacking. What was that lacking? He thought that he knew already everything. He was so smart that he was able to look at the stars and to see that map in the sky and to know the future. He was able to see from the movements of the stars in their trails exactly what will happen in the future. And he saw that there is no way in the world that he will have children. He saw that. It was clear 100% that him and Sarah, his wife, they will not have children. His name was Avram, and Sarah's name was Sarai. Their first name was Avram Vesarai and Sarai. And both of them, in the stars, it was written that they will not have children. It was 100% known and clear. And then the Creator came to him and told him, Listen, my child, you will have a child. You and Sarah, Sarai, you will have a child. Abraham looked at him and told him, uh, like, I, I follow you, but I, I can't see that. Like, when, how can, you, how can you prove it to me that I will inherit the land, that my children will inherit the holy land? So Hashem told him, and it's written in the, in the Midrash, you need to go out of your, the wisdom of, of zodiac, of, of looking at the stars, of astrology. You need to go out of your mind and to come to see with me from a higher angle the world as I see it. And then Hashem took Abraham and Abram and took him above the stars, above the sky. It doesn't mean that he lift him above the 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 atmosphere and shown him the world from from the astronaut's point of view. He shown him in a vision in his mind that the world is way deeper than the way we see it from from the ground and even if we think we see it all and if even if we are so wise that we can see the whole picture you can never see the whole picture because the whole picture is way greater than you and then Hashem added 
a letter hey to the name Abram and he added the name the letter hey to Sarai and instead of calling Abram Abram he called him Avraham and instead of calling Sarai Sarai he called her Sarah and and then he told Avraham Abram and Sarai cannot have children it's true that's what that's written in the stars but Avraham ve Sarah with the letter hey to Avraham and with the letter hey to Sarah they can have children so you see that even if you explore and you check and you dissect your reality to to the tiniest um, um, par- parts and cells and you and you measure everything and you calculate everything and you think that you know it all in reality every second A diamond can come into your life and to brighten your life. The Creator can decide to change the scales. He can decide to add the letter H to your name. He can decide to, to add another name to your name. Israel Nathan, you want to say something? You haven't spoke with my friends for so long. Come, sit with me. Come. What do you want to tell our friends? We have so many good friends here and they're thirsty for knowledge. You know what they want to know? You know what they want to know? No. They want to know Torah. They want to know who Hashem is and what the Torah is. I heard that today you learned something with your brother Nachman. Is it true? What did you learn? Can you tell us something small about it? You learned how Hashem created the world? What did you learn? Don't be embarrassed. The camera doesn't bite. You need to talk to me. Look at me and talk to me. So Hashem created the world. What did you learn? What did you saw? Mm. That what happened? Tell me, tell me, tell me. No? Tell me in English. No, tell me. I can't. Why? You're too embarrassed? You're too shy? Nachman told me that you told him some very nice things that you learned together and he was very proud of you. Even though that you're shy... Nachman told me that you learned very, very nice today and he was very proud of you. There is a reason to be proud of you? No. No, oh, he's also humble. So Baruch Hashem, with no doubt, Israel Nathan is learning in a great way and we're very proud of him. You learned about the six days of creation and the seventh day Hashem rest? No. No? On what you learned today? Tell me what you learned. Be brave. Be strong. On Adam and Eve, what you learned about Adam and Eve? That they ate from the tree of knowledge? It's a dot. There was a snake with legs. In the beginning, the snake had legs. And then Hashem punished him because he told Adam and Eve to... Eat from the tree of knowledge. He punished them for them not to have legs. And that all the food that he will eat will be in the taste of earth, of sand. Yuck, disgusting. Right? So disgusting. It's a horrible punishment, right? But he deserved it because he destroyed our lives, you know? He kicked us out of Gan Eden, the Garden of Eden. So he deserves that punishment. So, okay, Baruch Hashem, Israel Nathan is learning on Adam and Eve, you see? We are learning on Adam and Eve, and Israel Nathan is also learning on Adam and Eve. Do you want to say something to our friends before I 
move on with my original words of Torah. Tell them something small. I hope you feel good. Yes, and that you won't have corona, right? <laughs> what else? What else? Tell them another thing. Bless them. No, you're too humble. You're too shy. Look at you. They all like you. They all cheer, you see. They all cheer. They all they all send nice messages, you see. Hearts and likes. Everyone likes you. How old are you, Israel Nathan? Seven. Seven. He's a serious seven years old kid. God bless you. Okay? Go. Help your mother. So, we think to ourselves many times that the Creator, He already revealed to us everything. And that uh, we know everything. And that there is no way in the world that we will succeed. And, no, I lost my job, and I lost my soulmate, and I lost my shiduch, I lost my house, I lost my this, I lost my... You don't know anything. In one minute, the Creator can interfere and can make changes in the world and He can bring things up to the surface, things that you never imagined that exist. There is this amazing story on, uh, on the, 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 the treasure under the bridge that there was a person who had a dream that in a certain city far away from his house there was a treasure under the bridge. And he woke up with that dream and asked himself, maybe I should go and, and dig under that bridge, maybe I'll find the treasure. And he said, no, nonsense, like false dreams. And then he went to sleep in the next day and he had the same dream again. And so on, over and over, until one day he said, like, come on, it's a clear message. I must go to that, uh, to that bridge. And he took his backpack and went on the train and went to that city and found that bridge and looked that there was no one there and started to dig under the bridge. And while he was digging, a police officer came to him and saw him digging and told him, What are you doing? He said, No, nothing. I'm not doing anything. He said, Yeah, I see. You're digging. What are you, what are you talking about? Tell, 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 tell me why are you doing, what are you doing. Why are you doing that? He said, Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you, but it's going to be a secret. I had a dream, and it was a very clear dream, that there is a treasure under this bridge. And if you're going to help me, uh, we can split the treasure. There's many diamonds and rubies and gold and, and like whatever, jewelry, and you, we can share it if you're going to help me. So the officer started laughing and told him, you think that I'm going to fall to that uh, illusion of yours? I had the same dream as well, that in that city, in that barn, there is a treasure under the, uh, in the entrance to that barn. Do you think that now I'm going to go to that city and, uh, and start digging in that barn? It's uh, false dreams, and walked away. That poor person was sitting overwhelmed, realizing that that dream was much deeper than he could imagine. Why? Because that police officer, when he mentioned that city, he mentioned the name of his own city, of that person's city. And when he mentioned a certain house, a certain address, a certain barn, he was talking about his own barn, in his own house. And he ran like crazy to his hometown and started digging in his barn and found that treasure. And you can see from that that sometimes you think to yourself that the treasure is over there 
when really it's inside your house. You still don't know the true potential of of yourself, of your soul, your true um, 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 potential to 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 make money, to find happiness, uh, to learn Torah, and to get so huge and high in your learnings and in your studies. People think to themselves that because that certain people guides them, you need to learn Gemara every day, you need to do this every day, and they don't even know the language. They think to themselves, oh, I don't have a chance. I'm not learning, I'm not praying, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. You don't know still who you are. You don't know still what's your true potential. You don't know what will happen if you will open a book and you will start reading. You don't know what will happen if you're going to commit yourself to pray, if you will start doing Hidbodadut, individual prayer. You don't know. You don't know if you're going to dare giving charity once in a while. You don't know which heavenly gates will be open to you for grace and for glory and for and for all kinds of salvations, you can never know what will happen and which miracles will take place in your life. You don't know. And you need to believe in yourself that the Creator is with you and the Creator is kind enough to open His, uh, his wide and, and open arm of grace and kindness to, to share and to give us all our needs and more than that, to reveal His loving kindness on all of us and to heal us all and to save our lives. May the Creator bless us all always to be happy and healthy, strong and sound, and not to lack a thing. And may all our prayers be answered in no time. Amen. Can you hear some? Thank you.